start the show, this is just a quick message to remind you that if you are passionate about the fight for marriage equality in Australia, then please remember to vote. Because postal plebiscites aren't something that we're particularly used to in Australia, and this is because they're extremely dumb, it's easy to forget to vote in the actual thing. So if you haven't got your ballot yet, remember to fill it out as soon as it arrives. And if you have got your ballot and haven't sent it in, why not do that right now? And don't tell me you're busy, because I happen to know for a fact that you have time to listen to this idiot podcast. Speaking of which, here it is. All right. Um, it's Free to a Good Home. Uh, welcome. Oh, no. How does he do this? <laughs> You want me to do it? Okay, go. Hello and welcome along to Free to Get Home, a podcast about uh, advertorials online. <laughs> I am a guest. Oh yeah, well we've really just been guest cucked, basically. <laughs> uh, the voice, the two voices you've just heard are Guy Montgomery and Alex Lee. Alex Lee is filling in for Michael Hing, um, who is dead. <laughs> He's dead. Uh, I watched him get hit by a train <laughs> and I walked here. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are wearing this incredibly well. <laughs> so, hang on. Did you... You didn't set this up. You just saw him yeah. hit by a train. And and went, I thought, oh, oh. they're probably going to be recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just moseyed on over. Okay. Well, thank you so much for doing that. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. Uh, you guys are in for a treat, literally. Yeah, yeah. It's like a credit. What an opportunistic outlet you have. <laughs> <laughs> Friend to all, Michael Hank, you know, meets a grisly demise, and you think, I reckon I could jump on his pod. <laughs> um, you both are in for a literal treat. Yeah. Because uh, we have some, sometimes our listeners from um, from overseas. Oh, you s- haven't said who Guy is yet. Oh, he's Guy Montgomery. Yeah, that's who I am. He's here because Tim Bat is dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I have another friend who also befell exactly the same <laughs> fate. And I haven't taken this well to you. This is pure escapism for me. <laughs> Uh, well, that'll teach them for trying to set up a rival podcast yeah, with yeah. train tracks. Yeah, it's where they review trains <laughs> as they come at them very yeah, fast. Yeah. <laughs> they came to me with this idea. They're like, do you want in? We're going to stand on the tracks and review trains as they come into, to, come into station. I was like, I can see a problem with this, fellas. <laughs> I uh, tried to warn them, but uh, their tragic loss is your happy game. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, we have uh, listeners from overseas who sometimes send us snacks uh, for, 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 for beloved segment Snack Report. And um, Chiharu uh, Nishimoto from Japan, and I hope I'm not pr- mispronouncing that too badly, has sent us a metric plethora of yeah. Japanese snacks. Absolutely. It a veritable feast. like being in... Japan right now. It is. I feel I, I I'm I'm discombobulated. <laughs> the point is, we have um, so many snacks. We we, we we can't possibly get through all of them. Um, uh, Chiharu has uh, labelled really really helpfully labelled all of the snacks because um, she's she's accurately um, worked out that we won't be able to read uh, Japanese. Yeah, which I actually found a might race it. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate, yes. <laughs> um, but so we've all picked one. Yeah. Um, also, some of the labels have fallen off. Um, some of them. So there's just like. Terrifyingly vague. Like I'm like I'm looking at this note here, and it's like notoriously crunchy and sharp. Beware! And I don't know what it's meant to go <laughs> yeah. with. Um, I have chosen, and I think I've like actually been kind of um, 
pretty conservative here. Um, I've chosen the Fuji Apple gummies, um, and helpfully uh, she's labelled that it um, contains honey and gelatin. I assume that's for Hing's benefit, uh, being a vegan, Ah. but he's dead. So, yeah. um, What have you got, Alex? I changed my mind at the last minute (gasps) because I read the note on this one. Uh, There was Sabi Kit Kats. And the note from Jaro is, my father took wasabi Kit Kats as a gift to a client and was forced to eat it first. (laughs) What, because a client thought that he was poisoning him? (laughs) (laughs) I think so. He claims it's hot and vile as it sounds, so I included other painful snacks. Yeah. So I'm going to have a a wasabi Kit Kat. That leads very neatly onto the snack I've chosen, (laughs) which uh, there's a label taped to it, and all it says is, it seems vile, (laughs) so good luck, I guess. (laughs) And then uh, she's included the note that this has some dry milk, which would rule Hing, uh, the great late Michael Hing, (laughs) out from being able to eat it. So I'm going to remove this from its packaging, and it looks vile. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So can we describe what we're looking Uh, at Just small little brown nuggets. They look like, you know, the sort of pellets that... Uh, medium-sized farm animals shit. I was going to say they look a lot like the, the, the shit of a... Um, a sheep or something. A sheep or, yeah. or even a, a massive wombat. Now, my apple gummies, I chose these expecting them to basically be like, you know, Haribo style. Yeah. Mm. They're not... They're, 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 this is something that something quite evil has been done to an apple. See what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it's it's a real apple. Yeah. Oh, but can it's I, a cube. Yeah. Can I ask before we all start snacking, are we all going to share around and try some of each other's snacks? I am I not touching so. yours, but... Okay. Uh, <laughs> Well, Kit Kats are for sharing. But, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want me to force you to eat it first, as is custom? <laughs> With pleasure. <laughs> okay, so I've just had the apple. It's really, really delightful. Oh, really? Re- very sweet. Incredibly uh, sweet. Is this truly a segment on your... Do people like hearing you chew? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, it, surprisingly. I think it's because it, it upset Hing so much that uh, people enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I used to chew food on uh, on my podcast and Tim, really, I got a real telling off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially the person editing it who has to hear yeah, that. Yeah, but that motherfucker's dead now. So <laughs> let's eat up. <laughs> Should we go at the same time All you right, and I, okay, Alex? Okay, ready, set, go. Like a regular Kit Kat. Yeah. Yeah, but what's happening? Oh, there's badness inside. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I haven't got any badness yet. Did it just hit, or like, was it an after? Was it an um, aftershock? It's just like it's weird because it's not chilly like a you know hot like wasabi normally is. No, but it kind of just it's numbing like wasabi. Yeah. Is kind of. <laughs> really? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I also realised it's just, not that bad. I, I would don't say. Know. Yeah, do you want to try it, Ben? Oh yeah, it's sure. good to go. Um, I also realised I didn't actually articulate. Beneath the note, the branding on my snack, it's just got the word bake <laughs> and then the word coriander and a picture of coriander next to these little, you know, shit pellets. Oh, my God. Oh, the, oh. The, the badness just hit. How's bake going? Well, it's about to happen. Oh, you, you've Ooh, just crunchy. put an entire pellet in your mouth. No, it's, it's, it's not what I expected because I thought it was going to be cr- crunchy, as you said, but it's actually got like a brownie softness to it. Oh, I oh. hate this. <laughs> You is know it, what? Is it coriander flavour? I'm not getting a lot of coriander at all. It's just like a small, pretty delicious... Oh, it's getting a little weird now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean... All right, I'm going to... I wouldn't tell people not to eat them, but I wouldn't buy them myself. All right, I'm going to try one. Oh, that's a lot softer than I thought. Yeah, yeah. Even with my warning. Man, I get no respect. <laughs> mm. Mm, I'm actually a fan of that. Um, Jahari, thank you. I mean, mm. on future episodes, we might go... Um, into a into a deep dive because I think we've just but scratched the surface. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I'm looking here. We've got a um, a, a box of cookies or a bag of cookies. Um. Called Country Ma'am. Um, we've got a, uh, a cylinder of something. Um, I mean, most of the stuff that had labels we have eaten. Um, yeah. So now it's basically just a lucky dip. So. Yeah, a free for all. But that, um, I mean, what fans you have to send this much yeah. food right. a- across what ocean is that? The Pacific, the Atlantic, the Pacific Ocean. Pacific, yeah, all yeah. the way. Would you like some um, apple gummy? Yeah, sure. It's a bit hey, of a treat. Hey, what, a, what a wonderful and positive way to start off this podcast <laughs> as we bury the, the memory and bodies <laughs> of our former friends and colleagues, Michael Hing and Tim Bat. And cheers to one another. Cheers, guys. Would you guys uh, like a classified to begin with? Mm. This is sent in from friend of both uh, Freedom Good Home and Dragon Friends, Sienna Austin. Thank you, Sienna. Hi, Sienna. And uh, it's from the Sydney area, taken yesterday. She, by the way, said that she um, found these classifieds for us instead of studying for what I think might actually be her HSC at this point. Oh, no. So we made a bad choice. (laughs) Don't worry. There's a good career in classified finding. (laughs) Yeah. What do you you pay the listeners who send in these classifieds? Uh, The ability to send us snacks. Oh, wow. (laughs) I got to say, Alex, I don't know if you're in my opinions on everything diverge, but I don't think a good career (laughs) (laughs) is qualifying to send snacks. Next to a podcast. <laughs> so this uh, is from the Sydney area. It's uh, man for woman, and it's weirdly in the missed connections area. And there's a photograph of this man. <laughs> there you are. That's what he looks yeah, like. Yeah. White guy, short hair. Looks maybe to be in his mid twenties, thirties, or so. On a train. On it looks like he's on a train. Yeah. So this is bad breath? Question mark. Man for woman. <laughs> Short ad, almost a haiku. Do you have bad breath? (laughs) Question mark. Next line. Can I please smell it? (laughs) Question mark. Next line. Call slash text me. And what he's done is he's included his phone number, and I won't read it out, but the curious thing that he's done is he's spelt out his phone number alphabetically Ah. rather than using the the, the numeral system that we have had for for a while. We know Yeah. I guess there's probably quite a vigilant way of trying to prevent anyone, like, you know, serious offers only kind of thing. Oh, okay. Otherwise, any old Joe... Schmo or Lady Joe, you know, sure. I uh, could could copy and paste and send him all sorts of texts saying, "Hey, I got minty fresh breath, and, <laughs> and I'm going to haunt your dreams, bitch." <laughs> so that's the whole ad. Uh, it's a misconnection. Do you have bad breath? Can I please smell oh. it? Do you think? Oh, and it's age. He's age. Oh, he's actually put his age here. Age thirty-one. Body mm-hmm. athletic, and he is uh, single, Alex Lee. Wow. And he's included a little picky dick. Um. Not a dicky pick. No, very, very key distinction. <laughs> a very important distinction. <laughs> um, if it's a missed connection, does that mean that he was on the train and he smelt someone with bad breath and was like, I've got to find her again? Oh, this is like, like Halitosis that- Cinderella. Yeah, beautiful. Well, that's what I was wondering. A missed connection, this would suggest that he... This is I, I don't frequent these corners of the internet, you know, too often anymore. <laughs> I've got what I needed from them. Uh, <laughs> but a misconnection is that you go out in public and you have an experience and you sort of see yeah. someone you like and you're like, oh, my God, I'll never get to see them. And so you just, uh, you know, darts in the wind. You, I don't know exactly. Saying, but. T- typically you're like, oh, I saw you on the on the 470. You had a you had a blue cardigan. I didn't yeah. have the courage to murder you then. So. <laughs> yeah, if you want yeah. <laughs> like, to meet up in this alleyway tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and okay, I mean, it seems like it's a. It doesn't look like he's 
asking after anyone specific. He just wants. Well, that's what worries me. Like, I, yeah, I think if he is if he is looking for this mystery lady with bad breath, then he needs to be more specific. Yeah, but also if bad breath is just his uh, his kink, his kink, and yeah. he just wants to smell somebody's breath. Well, we we have to assume, and I say this a lot on the podcast, but if it's you have to take it as read uh, that they'll be jerking it. You know what I mean? Like you have to sort of <laughs> unless other specifically otherwise said, I won't be jerking it. Yeah, yeah. So that that'll be happening. But you know, as soon as you say you. Won't be jerking it. You of course wind up in a pretty <laughs> delicate situation. We're like, well, why would you bring it up? <laughs> so, I mean, like the other thing about this is bad breath is quite easy to simulate. Like, if he he's not looking for a mystery woman, like anybody can have bad breath. You just yeah, need tell to. Tell you what, that man and I woke up next to one another this morning. We would have been in for a boner given. It was horrible. It's hard to simulate morning breath, though. Like, that's a particular, like, staleness. Yeah. Hey, do you know, I, the other night, uh, woke up, brushed my teeth before I went to bed. Good on you, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> woke up in the middle of the night to do a wee. Uh-huh. And I was also like, very good. Thank got out. You. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, gosh, my breath's a bit meh. So, I bloody brushed my teeth again. In the middle of the night. Because that would that'd be nice for Anya, you know, doesn't want to sleep next to somebody with yucky breath. Then in the morning, I roll over to give her a little smooch. And she's like, honey, I'm so sorry. Your breath stinks. Whoa. Oh, no. What happened? Well, you know, sometimes what happens at midnight is it's so dark and you're so tired and you piss all over your toothbrush, don't you? <laughs> I always wonder why is mint the only fresh flavour? Hound, what? What do you... <laughs> Question. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, why did we decide that the only way to smell fresh in the mouth yeah. is with mint? Why are we just? Wo- we, why do we choose that? Certain why are we herb? worshiping at the altar of mint? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. It's going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, back in like the twenties, uh, a mint company got a monopoly. Yeah, it will be on uh, and yeah, and like yeah, it'll be they the blasted hemp out of the water. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I want. Well, if okay, if I had um, because you can get like bubblegum flavored toothpaste, right? If yeah, you're, if, if you're, you're a little baby. <laughs> but does that does that have does that have notes of mint in it, or is that entirely? No, nah, no, nah, it's just gum, and it's got like Spider Man on the tube. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take anything seriously. That's Spider Man. Yeah, on the yeah. Tube. No, I would hate to brush my teeth with bubble gum. But when you're six, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it feels like you're kind of because um, then it's like an extra dessert. Yeah, well, it's convention breaking. That's a really good question. If you have a reason, uh, dear listener, why mint has a monopoly on freshness. Uh, if you can answer the thorny question that Alex Lee has raised, uh, please please do email in. Please send me some of your breath. <laughs> in an, yeah, uh, yeah. In a, in a bottle. In a bottle. Or jars. Uh, <laughs> I've got so many jars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Libba, do you have one? Yes. Um, here's one. It's been sent in from James Quinn. And it says, wanted, um, I'm looking for the lady owner of a blue Honda Accord Euro with the above-mentioned plates. I've been meaning to ask her out since last year, but due to personal issues, I didn't have the courage to do so. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a real catch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid I've missed my chance to ask her out, as I did attempt several times, but I haven't seen her for quite a while. What were those attempts? Yeah. Dude, you have definitely missed your chance. (laughs) You have asked this woman several times. I just can't take her off my head. <laughs> uh, and thus, here we are. I'd prefer to finally ask her personally, but as mentioned earlier, I haven't seen her in a while. 
if she's reading this or has or anyone has or knows her contact details, please send them to me. Also, P.S. <laughs> I'm willing to give a negotiable amount of monetary reward to oh. any information on the lady driver of the blue Honda Accord. Very sinister. Yeah. Suddenly, if, that P.S. got real dark, didn't it? Yeah. If you were like, if before you were aiding and abetting in a crime, now you yeah. definitely. Yeah. Are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of a shitty friend of this person would you have to yeah, be? Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, that's um, that's Sally's car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll let this guy know. Oh yeah, that's Sally with that guy who wouldn't stop asking her out <laughs> yeah. last year. How cool would it be? You'd be like, hey, I just came into fifty. Dollars, Sally. What's that? I'll take you and I out for some breakfast. <laughs> oh, this is grim. Yeah. I, I blame, I think, like, honestly, the plot of a lot of romantic comedies that are blamed for this because there is a way that this can be charming if it's like, I don't know, John Cusack doing it and if it's scripted and if it's like, you know, a really contrived universe. It's weird. The time for this to be charming, I think, has it has passed, right? Like, oh, you it mean is, like this is like a very nineties plot? Or not? Not necessarily in terms of romantic comedy, but the real world equivalent, like what this is happening in the real world. Yeah, there would have been a time, you know, before the internet, if it was just someone describing, like, putting it something in the newspaper or like yeah. calling up a radio station or something. There's like an old timey charm to that, but yeah. there's something like really cold and creepy and calculated about like <laughs> taking a photo of someone's plates, yeah. uploading it to the internet, yeah. and being like, I. I need to know who this person is because I've just gotten over some shit <laughs> in the last two years. I'm like 90, 80, yeah, yeah. 75% sure I'm over this. It's stuff. like I, I haven't run into her for a while. I, I wonder why that is, dude, because you keep fucking like following her and mumbling. <laughs> you could, I mean, like, I don't. I don't want to give this person any ideas, but you can definitely just get a private detective to do this, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I, and sure. I mean, he's obviously got a bit of disposable income. <laughs> yeah. so. I mean, you're not banking on her having like dreadful friends. This is it. James Quinn hasn't sent in his own advertorial. No. <laughs> 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 to get a bit of a signal yeah. boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's going to happen one day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, uh, I don't think this is going to bear fruit. It's not very romantic. Like, if you were talking about a woman that you're in love with, that you're obsessed with, you've been trying to ask out for ages, would you describe her as the lady owner of a blue Honda Accord Euro. And also... Like, isn't there... Is that all he knows about her? It suggests he works on, like, PA systems, you know, airports (laughs) or something. He's got a certain, you know, way of speaking. To the lady with the blue Honda Accord, please... uh, Marry me. Yeah. Accord to my dick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I hope this lady gets a new car just to be safe. That's a good point. We haven't seen her in a while. Maybe she's moved or maybe... Or maybe, um, you know, if this were, like, a 90s comedy, she would have sold the car to like a some big, big burly beefy dude, guy. Yeah, yeah. and he would have like who turns out to be her ex boyfriend or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and like he turns up to the car running up with like flowers and yeah. chocolates, and with his eyes closed, doing I a big kissy. I feel mouth. like we're getting to <laughs> yeah, yeah. like there's something about Mary territory yeah. here. And then the yeah. two nerds or like the two losers, they go into a room and they plan to yeah. compete for her affections. Yeah. Yeah. My gosh, you guys, we should edit <laughs> honk. We should edit that out and write it <laughs> into a screenplay. Uh, guy, do you have one to share? Yeah, with yeah, the class? I do. I'm sight reading these. Okay. Oh, are you? Yeah, for fun. Reborn doll I made. $450. Kilsith, Victoria, Australia. It's not real. Oh, well, that's reassuring. It's a reborn doll that looks and feels like a newborn doll she can make. A child or a child at heart, so happy, yo be like mummy. Pick up in Kilsith. I have a pram she can go in for $80. This 
is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Did I see that photo? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so yeah. what is it? Is it a... It's like, you know, those baby born oh, dolls. Oh, no. But I tell you what, this person, apart from being terrifying, has quite a skill for like recreating <laughs> yeah. baby born dolls. Is that... Okay, would, would they be... Does that make them more frightening or less frightening? That they are actually like quite, quite an artisan? Um, oh, it's a good question. I think... Little column A, little column B, you know, like it's nice that they've got a skill that they've refined and they've probably got a trade that they can live off of, but it's also terrifying the application of it, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I worry about how they got so good, you know, like <laughs> who's the original baby yeah. mold of this? Who, like, like, I don't know how to make – I wouldn't know how to make a doll though. Like I would not know where to start. If you, <laughs> if you said to me right now you have to make one. If I gave you $1,000 for materials and, and literally unlimited time, do you think you could make something approaching that? I don't know how to work. Will it be l- latex? I, I mean, yeah. I, that's up to All you. All I'm thinking about is a big mound of clay for the tummy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my first, that's where I start. <laughs> I'm wondering where to get baby eyeballs from. Uh, well, there's <laughs> an implicit answer in your question. <laughs> um, who's this for? Who's this for? Well, this, I mean, so this person's made what they value as, as a, at $450 a doll with no, you know, market. Well, no, see, that, that's what, like, this ad is, is triply scary. First of all, the photographs are dream yeah, haunting yeah. stuff. Mm. Second of all, the fact that somebody exists who, who makes this voluntarily um, is, is frightening. And then finally, that there is somebody who would buy this. This suggests yeah, a, yeah. a really dark kind of chain. And uh, you got to pick it up. They can't ship it to you. So, you know, you can imagine they go, ah, oh, you're in the market for these <laughs> these little baby dolls, are you? Well, I got, there's plenty more where they yeah, came from. Exactly. It's like there's an entry-level doll. Yeah, yeah. you got to go to the yeah. house. Wait till you That's see right. what's happening down in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just want the doll. <laughs> Is the fact that somebody... I uh, can do a trade like can do can, does 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 like technical skill mm. make somebody less frightening no much more, more because they've spent time getting good at it okay let me ask you this what is the most i think anyone who tries hard at anything is creepy <laughs> let me ask you this like you what you, are you doing you creep <laughs> what are you doing walk into an office full of lawyers you're all terrified <laughs> yeah. what are you doing oh we in hobby much yeah, yeah. what is applying yourself Ugh. now you are uh you are married but if you weren't and you went home with somebody who was like Everything else wonderful. Like, really, you, ha- you had mm. a great night. What is the worst hobby they could have that would make you be like, I'm going to get my coat and leave when they're in the bathroom? Ooh. Because I find, like, mo- most hobbies inherently frightening. What about, like, a collection of um, shoes, like s- tiny shoes? Oh, my God. What? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you shoes- mean lots and lots of tiny little shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty freaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even things that aren't necessarily sinister, like if they were like, oh, I repair clocks, I'd be like, nah, okay, bye. I- really? Yeah. But that's also because that person's probably poor Keating. <laughs> But you, you have a lot of weird hobbies. Yeah, but I don't have to date myself. That's, like, <laughs> that's crucial. Uh, would you guys like one? This is interesting. I don't know a lot about the world of um, coinography, but it's not called that, is it? I don't know. Is it the thing where you fuck coins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yeah. Uh, so this is a this is a <laughs> taken from uh, Gumtree. You just get a big like sack of two dollar coins <laughs> and whack them against <laughs> your scrot. <laughs> oh, that's coinography. <laughs> Okay, well, I don't actually know. Well, this is for one $2 coin. What's so maybe- coinography for a lady? <laughs> <laughs> um, it 
Same sack of coins. <laughs> same, same sack of coins, uh-huh. just more on the front. Okay. Well, this is just one coin, so you'd need to like you know spend a bit to get that sack full. Um, it's it's a two dot. Now this is confusing, right? Because it has. I reckon this is like a real problem in the world of coins because you have to list two prices. You have to list, of course, what the, what the actual value of the coin is and what you're asking for. So this is a two dollar coin, right? From Australia, two thousand and one. Yeah. And the, the, the copy goes like this. The headline is $2 Australian, 2001, error coin, errors, errors. <laughs> <laughs> you think they were like, I'll fill that out later. <laughs> Before I submit this to the internet, I better put some words in there that aren't just the word errors twice. $799. Wait, well, $797 really. That is... um. I would say a bad deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite yeah. a leap. I, I won't... I won't. $797 too expensive. Yeah. I look forward to hearing why this coin is worth $797. This shiny... Oh. So there's... All right. What? I can fucking <laughs> soak my coins in Coca-Cola. I don't this shiny 2001... Good year. $2 coin has a few errors. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Obverse shows a die fill error. The digit O is barely there. And what would a digit O be doing there? So the O in 2001? Oh, okay. Right. Sorry. <laughs> yep, that's good. That yeah. checks out. But it's barely there. And cud mark, which is related to mark on reverse. On the reverse, two sets of claw marks and the cud on the top. Hold on a second. Is this just a <laughs> fucked up old coin? Yeah. <laughs> Not even that old. 15 like, years old. You know, I've seen coins that have been through metal, <laughs> you know, like incinerators or whatever. Yeah. And they come out. I've never thought to be like, oh, I'll try and get an 800 <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a pe- and the And the picture... Um, it says that the two thousand that the zero is is barely there in the two thousand and one. I beg to differ. I think it's quite clear. <laughs> so like it's a for if you're trying to sell a two dollar coin for this much money yeah. under the guise that it's got things specifically interestingly wrong with it. Yeah. Put up several high resolution photos, <laughs> yeah. like a low res black and white scan. <laughs> because this is the thing, right? This this is the thing. Like error coins, or well, I don't know if they call that what what this guy calls it. But they like, called error coins errors errors. <laughs> It's written in front of you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> errors, errors. Uh, you'd want like you'd want like the queen's wearing a party hat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They accidentally yeah, printed yeah. like a big fake glasses and moustache <laughs> yeah. on the coin. Yeah. Unbelievably racist text <laughs> yeah, on the obverse yeah. of the coin. Yeah. Um, yeah, or like 2091, and it was a future coin. Oh, hey, now now we're talking. That's interesting. I'd buy that. Yeah, I wouldn't buy this. It would be very clear. Most amazingly, if Queen Elizabeth was still on the front. In 2091. Oh, 2091. Oh, Imagine that. And Looking someone, younger. Yeah. Whoa, wearing a party hat. <laughs> That's how she stays so young. Of youth, <laughs> eternal youth. <laughs> you know there's that, that, the, the devil's bible, which is like a, a good version of this stupid thing, where it's like, I can't remember what, what edition of it. It was back when like, the printing press first started. And it's like some idiot monk um, left out the knot in uh, Thou Shalt Not Commit Adultery. Ah, and they tried to like collect all of them, but there's like five or six in the world. What well, sort of like who's that horny with that much time <laughs> on their hands? Just commit adultery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not gonna like win an argument yeah. with your wife yeah. or a judge. 
Or you're going to lose your wife because you're chasing this book around the world, spending all your money. You come back, you're like, I'm going to cheat on you. And she's not there. I, um, I also think one of the dangers with this coin um, is, as you say, it is very difficult to tell the difference between like claw marks that have happened, I don't know, in the minting process and a coin just being fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't understand what's appealing about claw marks <laughs> on a coin in the first instance. I, I once tried to hand a pretty fucked up coin. But it would have, I reckon it would have worked in a vending machine yeah. to a bus driver, and he got furious at me. Really? He took it personally. Like, I was a snotty private school kid, so it's possible that, like, he thought I was like, was, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was other elements at play. Yeah, but I what was- What was wrong with it? It was just all fucked up. It had some <laughs> claw marks. It had <laughs> digit O, barely visible. Have you, have you guys, have you grown up, you've always had plastic money here in Australia, hey? Uh, no? no, I reckon we would have been maybe three when- um, Oh, okay. Yeah. But you, 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 when you've been, ha- since you've been handling cash, it's No, I been... had a job at three. <laughs> oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Was, what were you doing uh, at the age of three? I was the foreman at a baby factory. The foreman? Yeah. Is yeah. this maybe we're part of the details of the movie uh, Boss Baby with Lee? Yeah, I'm, it's currently going through a lawsuit at the moment. Oh, wow. A class um, action. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I find that odd. Have you ever had money refused? Uh, I don't know, because I would be too shy to give it to them. Really? I would just hang on to it forever. And then list it online. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I've, i like, had, I you know, a note, because I was asking, were you... We have plastic money now in New Zealand, land of the future. <laughs> but it was paper, and you know, it would be ri- I'd have how, a ripped how, note. How long have you not had paper for? Oh, ages since I can remember, really. Right. Okay. Um, but I remember having a ripped note and trying to buy an ice cream with like a ripped five dollar note. Yeah, but and not I, ripped in half. Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you can tie it back together. And the guy's <laughs> like, "No." I was like, "What are you talking about? This is five dollars." Hang on, but was it like? 60% of $5 or was it that like... was 100% of $5 in two bits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think... And he, he didn't take it. Well, I didn't know it was ripped. I took it out of my pocket. It was in two bits. And I was like, I mean, it's a dairy. You have sellotape <laughs> on the fucking shelf. <laughs> yeah. Do you call them dairies here? Uh, I know what you mean. Like a milk bar? Oh, it's, it's more of a corner store. New Zealand's yeah. the only oh, okay. place that calls them dairies. I, I assumed dairy. you weren't going to so, like yeah, You're going to the source to <laughs> yeah. the, where they yeah. kept all the cows. Uh, well, this milkman was like, get off! <laughs> <laughs> you're a hazard! <laughs> Do you think um, when polymer notes came into both New Zealand and Australia, there was a market uptick in pushing people in pools? Yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like uh, before, before it was phones, it was money. Yeah, right? Like you have to be like, hey, can I... Can I see your wallet? And they'd be like, no, because you're going to push me in the pool. Yeah, Same yeah. As, can I see your phone? Yeah. I reckon I reckon the second that we make an iPhone that is 100% waterproof, it's going to be a bloody free-for-all. Yeah. Why didn't you, if you'd said, hey, can I see your wallet? Why? And if you were that kind of mean guy, why don't, wouldn't you just chuck their wallet in the pool? That's yeah, <laughs> true. that mean? Why is this the thing? That's, I mean, I'm in that sweet spot where I, I want to I wanna make somebody wet, but I don't want them to lose any money. Well, maybe it's a good question for your American listeners who still have paper money. That's a really good question. So in the US... You got, well, they have cotton money. I'll tell you what they have. The worst money. I love their money so it's much. It's dirty. It's the same color. They're all roughly the same size. They are, like, no, they are, they, no. Are, they are exactly the same size. It makes no sense. Oh, it's stupid. Remember when we went to America a couple of months ago and you tried to coach me in the airport on the coins and I didn't do very well? Yeah, no, you were really, you were I was like, off. which one is the tuppets? <laughs> I can't find it. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Lebo, do you have one you'd like to share with the group? Oh, well, I wouldn't say I'd like to share it, but I will. Uh, this is from uh, to- on Facebook. This was sent in by Sam Silcock. Thank you, Sam. Uh, thank you, Sam. This is uh, some man called Tommy Tiny has p- posted this on the Northern Beaches Buy, Sell and Swap Facebook page. Northern Beaches? Now, that's not too far from me. That's where my parents live. Mm, well, hey. you yeah. might want to uh, The Northern Beaches Tommy is quite Tiny. nice, isn't it? Very nice, yes. Someone was doing a joke about the Northern Beaches yesterday. Oh, okay. I can't remember what it was. All right. They were like, oh, no, this character's from the Northern Beaches, you know, and that was their way of characterizing them as uh, being wealthy. Do you do local gear when you travel? Yeah, so when I'm in Australia, I'll go, oh, it's good to be here in Australia, and then I'll start doing my material. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that yeah. would make me feel really, It's really that good. level of, like, dedication to research. Well, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, anything yeah. less than that. Yeah. I'm a perfectionist, but I don't pander. Yeah. No, I think it's good. That's good. good. Well, would you like to buy some love torches? Oh, my. <laughs> Wait, sorry, no, this could be love torches? <laughs> Let's find out. I don't think it's that. <laughs> $45. 90% of my collection is new and unused. Need to sell as I just got a girlfriend and I need these gone before she starts snooping around. And oh my God, the torches have mouths. <laughs> some of them have teeth. There's a lot of them. Oh, and some of them also have vaginas. Okay. Um. So there's a collection of a lot. Like we bought a. a oh a, my god. Okay. We bought a, a, it's the same as a flashlight. Right? Yeah, we've, we've spoken about this in the podcast before. Yeah, we bought one for Tom Walker once yeah. on his birthday. Oh, you guys are such sweethearts. Yeah, and yeah. We, we gave it to him in a box. Oh. <laughs> but we engraved it, and it was very expensive. It was, it was insanely expensive. So that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Guy, can you count how many prosthetic um, vaginas and mouths there are there yeah, for us? Yeah, Quick little. Uh, uh, so, by my count, I see a one, two, three, four, five vaginas. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. This is a terrible Sesame Street segment. <laughs> <laughs> Buttholes. Uh huh. Can you count it like the count from Sesame Street? One. Uh, uh. <laughs> it takes too long. Two. Uh, one of them is just like a coin slot from a, um, a vending machine. <laughs> You know how you sometimes walk past a vending machine and you're like, God, I'd love to ram my dick where all that money goes. There's <laughs> like fucking ten mouths and one of them's got teeth. And it looks like the actually it looks like the mouth of the count. <laughs> yeah, it's, it does. It's a bit fangy, isn't it? Uh, good on this guy Tommy Tiny for getting a girlfriend in the first place. <laughs> gonna last time if he accuses her of snooping. And she's got every right to fucking snoop, you creep. There's so many of them, you would not have to snoop very hard before you yeah, stumbled upon. Ninety percent new and unused. What are you collecting them for then? <laughs> They're not toys. They're collectibles. <laughs> Take them out of the box. Have a muck around. How like what's what, what's he doing with the other ten percent? Is that the ones fucking the shit out of them? <laughs> That's what they're for. Oh, I got it backwards. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Oh my. So do you think he just hasn't gotten around to the other ninety percent? I mean, it's really hard to say. He probably yeah. just got a good deal. You know, yeah, like it, this, is, this is a classic. You know, it's just gonna it's gonna be cyclical because the next person will buy them and then they'll use like you know <laughs> two of the twenty and then they'll be like, oh, you know, mo- you know, like eighty percent are unused. <laughs> God, I tell you what, these things must be because um, there's no retail value on dildos or flashlights. Yeah. Like they must be bad for the environment, hey? I reckon I would feel so if I was gonna have a wank and I had to look at how many of them are there. There's about eighteen or something. There. Yeah, about that. 
How? Like, like I would be overwhelmed with choice. Yeah, like you'd be like choosing, choose like 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 a like a like a fancy man in the chocolate store, yeah. like twiddling your fingers, you'd never being get like, around to like I simply couldn't have all of it. <laughs> 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 well, like, How sad do I want the mouth to be? Yeah. <laughs> if you line them all up, you could, uh, you know, have sex with each of them. Oh, you know, like you go, you go boom, oh, boom, like boom, boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> But even then, I think you'd only get a bit. Oh, I don't know. Like, depends well, how good they are. I guess. Who's to say? Has anyone? You have you used a flashlight? I haven't. Uh, g- g- a couple of podcast guests ha- guests have. Tom Ballard told a story about getting one at just for laughs. Did you just? Did you, did you just do just for laughs? No, I did not. So, I would have loved to, but they didn't ask me. Was the main <laughs> problem? <laughs> well, everybody got a flashlight. Oh, this year. Yeah. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. So what about the girls? That's oh no, and Tom brought it up to be like, that is like there is there is no better kind of illustration of of, of the bias po- in the comedy industry. Gosh, even the girls, they were like, well, what do I? Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Wow. Fuck this with my strap-on <laughs> dildo for absolutely no pleasure whatsoever. Is there anything more self-defeating than a lady with a strap-on pounding a flashlight? <laughs> Tom Tom Walker uh, t- does an entire story club story about about the the, the path. The, the series of events that led him to fucking his um his flashlight and there's there's a really grim detail that he tells where it's like he went to the forums which are like just some of the just saddest corners of the internet yeah yeah and uh, somebody was like you should um <laughs> you should put it in a click lock bag the actual like uh plastic uh, the rubbery bit put it in the click lock bag and float it in hot water for like five minutes because then it'll feel like a person. Do you know as soon as you see uh, put it in a click lock bag, I was like they're gonna they're gonna sous vide the yeah. flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a ninety three degree flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> and so Tom just tells this story about just like standing in front of the sink while like the water laps at the sides. Oh. <laughs> like, just, just use your hands. <laughs> Honestly, that's yeah, so hands bleak. feel like a person. Imagine, you know, molten latex. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, that, like, we've covered flashlights a little bit on this show, and I have never in my life seen a better deal than 18 for $45. <laughs> it is good. I just think that you should just have one flashlight and then just get a lot of um, reattachable tops to put on top. Yeah. Like, this seems like a waste. The torch base is actually hugely wasteful in this case. Yeah. You're absolutely right. As uh, You know, as as eco-conscious wankers, yeah. we should all be, like, redesigning them like the keep cups, like, just with the different <laughs> lid on top. Yeah. <laughs> just like a keep cup. Yeah. Exactly like funnily, a keep yeah, well, cup. Funnily enough, you know, when I couldn't find my flashlight this morning, I fucked <laughs> my keep cup. <laughs> that is one of the attachments. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you really love coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys like want to take us home? Yeah, yeah, sure. sure. This is sent in by Patrick Copus. Thank you, Patrick. And uh, this is Mrs. Beak's advice hotline. First call free. No bill, just beak. <laughs> And the, <laughs> mm, I'm listening. The, the <laughs> image is of a woman in like what looks to be kind of lingerie, wearing a beak. Uh, like it kind of looks like a slightly Camilla dell'arte sort of. Oh, is pl- that Mrs. Pl- beak? Plague Doctor Beak. If it's not Mrs. Beak, I think it's misleading. And there's text Beak of the Week. Ah. All right. Uh, and the slogan is Peckin and Reckonum. Beak of the Week. You're against the same lady, different beak. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need honest advice, help making a decision, or perhaps just someone to talk to? Mrs. Beak and the Beak family are offering five, are offering free five-minute calls 
to or from their advice line. Well, how does that <laughs> work? Yeah, we'll call you up and <laughs> offer advice for free. When you don't know who to call in a situation, call Mrs. Beak. <laughs> I've got to say that, I mean, I can think of at least a dozen situations on the top of my head where calling Mrs. Beak is not going to be helpful. I tell you what, though, because of what you've just said, next time you're in a bit of a jam, <laughs> you'll be like, oh, my God, who should I call? Who was my wife's name? I love her so. <laughs> yeah, all I can think of is Mrs. Mrs. Beak. Beak. After your initial free call, you can talk to the Beak line <laughs> for 50 seconds. A minute. The beaks hate overpriced things, so the advice is kept relatively cheap. Mrs. Beak is blunt, sometimes drops curse can, words. Can I ask you, how did they spell cheap? They spelt it cheap. I've just for- yeah, I just yeah, tried that- to invent a letter yeah, there. Yeah, you did. C H E A P. They I- missed a trick They there. really yeah. did, yeah. Mrs. Beak is blunt, sometimes drops curse words, and is just an everyday person. However, all advice is her opinion, the way she would go about the situation you describe. Adult problems are fine to discuss. Mrs. Beak has various life experiences. Please, no under 18 year old callers. All right? If there is no answer. S- please send a text with your name and number, preferred callback time. Oh, because Mrs. Beak's going to ruminate over it. Mrs. Beak may be the best person you talk to all week. That's a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> also, if you would prefer a male to talk to, please ask for Mr. Beak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good detail. <laughs> Mr. Beak is just Mrs. Beak going, <laughs> <laughs> Um, the beaks come in uh, The beaks only offer their advice The beaks are not responsible for any outcomes that may occur The beaks had to do this disclaimer As it's a crazy world out there That is uh, the entire ad This was listed uh, I don't know what area it was listed in actually But uh, because it's over the phone doesn't matter It was listed in Melbourne, Victoria What do we think? Well, there's obviously a lot of thought has gone into this You know, do you, Like <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty weird stuff. Again, <laughs> Mrs. Big had an idea, and then she needed someone to run past it, so she left the house, went to a payphone, called up Mr. Big, <laughs> and then I guess in your world she would have been like, "Oh no, I am Mr. Big." <laughs> but why do they need to wear beaks? Like, who it's needs all, advice? Yeah, because it's all for a person wearing a beak. It's all oral. You can't yeah, see it. Yeah, the description never come, never comes into it. Like. I, do you think that you would feel better or worse or neutral receiving um, advice from somebody wearing a beak? Oh, I think I'd, I think I'd just be so confused. I wouldn't know what I'd to think. Tell you this, I would be. I'd feel pretty fucking ripped off if I called up <laughs> Mrs. Beak and then you know it turned out she was just a regular lady. <laughs> <laughs> Like imagine you what call would you need? How would she need to prove her beakiness to you? Picks or it didn't happen, right? You yeah, need, you yeah, need, right. Need, like you, if 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 a whole the whole reason I'm paying fifty cents a minute to talk to you is because you're wearing a beak. <laughs> yeah. I need to know for certain that that's what's happening. I don't want to be out there like some idiot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, talking to a regular lady, going down the pub, telling all the lads. You know. <laughs> <laughs> See what confuses me about this is, peck, like the, the picture of her with the beak. Um, Peckinum and Reckonum. That doesn't sound like a nice thing that she's doing for people. No. It's Mrs. Beak's Beak of the Week. Does that mean that she <laughs> will. I think they were like just trying out two different advertising things. <laughs> yeah. On the front, they were like mean and kind of scary rhymes. And on the back, <laughs> yeah. like, and just, you know, like authentic, well intended help. 
I feel like I. I'm so confused by Mrs. Beak. I don't know what she wants from us. <laughs> she wants fifty cents a minute. And it's if, too much. And if your if your problem is too complicated for Mrs. Beak, she'll think about it. She'll ruminate, and then she'll text you back the answer. Well, she it, won't take any responsibility you get for it. Thirty dollars an hour. Is that that's, that's what it is, right? Fifty cents a minute. So we could book Mrs. Beak on this podcast. Yes, for thirty dollars. Fuck, Mrs. Beak. Wow. Surely, I mean, if this is her job, she would be a fantastic podcast. I think so. Yeah. Maybe that's what thirty dollars. I mean, that's you know, that's much less than what you guys are paying me. Absolutely. <laughs> you could provide her with some seed. I just think that <laughs> do you reckon? Because like. You know, maybe she's going for like owls being quite wise. <laughs> I want to know what voice she's using. No way, man. Look at that. That is not the beak of an owl. No, it's absolutely not the beak That's of an owl. That's a woodpecker. Just <laughs> <laughs> pecking him and wrecking him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, look, I feel like we've learned a lot today. I don't think that. Okay. That's probably fair. I think we've certainly enjoyed some snacks. Yeah, sure yeah. yeah, and thank you um, so much, uh, Chiharu, for sending those in. Um, yeah. We've barely scratched the surface and we cannot wait to eat more. Mm. Um, guy, this is, this is coming out tomorrow. So oh, yeah. You have a trial show on it tomorrow. No, tomorrow. Oh, tonight because it's today. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Monday, of course, the 18th of September. Uh, yeah, it's 7 p.m. at Giant Dwarf. There are still tickets available if you go to the Giant Dwarf website or just uh, look up Guy Montgomery Giant Dwarf. Yep. I'm sure the information will come I was up. on your website the other day ah. and you need to update that. Yeah. But it's a good website though. It's a great website. Yeah. It's really cool. Also, I have recently made a web series with uh, comedian and friend Ray Badron. Ray Badron. Uh-huh. Excellent. For Comedy Central New Zealand Australia. It's uh- called No Experience Necessary. Yep. The premise, uh-huh. if you must know. <laughs> Sorry to pry. Uh, is Ray comes to New Zealand to try and make the greatest sitcom of all time under the false premise that it's cheaper to do that in New Zealand. He solicits my help. Uh-huh. Uh, and things go poorly. We literally cast for the show uh-huh. through... Trade Me, which is, of course, New Zealand's Gumtree. Oh, there you go. That's a nice little fit. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a good laugh. So it's on the website, comedycentral.com.au, I guess. And also on the telly? On the telly, I think, also. I'm going to be on the telly. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Well, thank you so much for uh, for coming. Really sorry about the death of um, Michael Hing and Tim. You know what? I was feeling pretty low on the way here, yep. but I've really come to terms with it. Yeah. That's nice. You realise how easy it is without them once you're living without them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you can just move on. It's if weird. Anything. People often say the opposite of that, but... Um, yeah, they're wrong. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, you can uh, catch me and Lebo on another podcast called Dragon Friends, where we play D&D in front of a live audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's good. Yeah, if you don't know what D&D is, don't worry, because we didn't either when we started and still arguably don't. Uh, you can get that wherever you got this. But until now next week you have been listening to my podcast uh-huh. free to a good home hosted by me alex lee i'd like to thank you guy montgomery for coming on to my excellent program uh-huh. that i put up regularly and every week and never take a break and to my helpful little sidekick ben jenkins thank you very much thanks for, having for playing me. along <laughs> bye hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 